Hello friends, this is Abana for Abana Talks. Welcome to the podcast. And today it's just me. I don't have any guests and I want to talk about hustle culture. I actually posted a audio on my Instagram just a second ago. Um, and I just felt like I wanted to pull that content over here, but just add a different spin on it and add a bit more, a few more insights. If you don't know me, I'm Abana and I make content about entrepreneurship and finding balance as a online writer and as whatever you want to do really online specifically online I like to focus on online businesses um, but if you do a business that doesn't you know that's not an online business that's fine as well I'm still interested in connecting with like-minded people um, but my whole ethos is finding balance in life at one point I was an advocate of hustle culture and I'm not going to deny that I was grind 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 work 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 non-stop until you drop and I've changed my mindset about that now and um as much as I am kind of obsessed with Gary V and how he operates and how he's got so many different things going on and different businesses and he talks about working 18 hours a day and things like that um, I'm also a fan of the idea of finding balance. And I think with Gary V, he is an advocate of hustle culture in a way, but really he is more of an advocate of happiness and living your best life in terms of being 100% happy within yourself as opposed to living your best life just for social media, but yet you don't really feel happy, you feel anxious and stressed every single day because you're doing it for the audience, you're not doing it for yourself. And for me, uh, at one point I was thinking of ways to um, create content for the purposes of audience retention in terms of happiness from the audience side not from my side I focus more on trying to make other people happy I can't deny it I've always been a people pleaser and I think it's important to admit your flaws and not try and hide them and try and pretend like you're perfect one of my major flaws has always been a peep being a people pleaser and wanting people to feel happy all the time and sacrificing my happiness for someone else's happiness. And I have made a conscious effort over the past year specifically to completely cancel that way of life because that doesn't actually help your mental health, it doesn't help your physical health, it doesn't help your emotional health or your spiritual health. And so my whole ethos right now is Living your best life, but living it on your own terms. Living your best life, but not sacrificing happiness. Living your best life, but not sacrificing emotional, spiritual, mental health, physical health. Maximizing, earn, maximizing earnings without sacrificing your emotional, spiritual and mental health. And for me, this is what it looks like. It looks like creating as much content as I want, when I want on my own terms and not being so concerned about what clients are going to say because 
okay this is my story I studied politics and philosophy um, at university because I felt like my family friends or everybody around me would frown upon me if I said I'm not going to university I didn't want to go I went to university with a lump in my throat because I didn't want to go I went to sixth form college and studied and did my A-levels again with a lump in my throat because I didn't want to go I didn't want to go I must admit, I did love theology and I loved English English literature, which I studied. I hated history. I studied that because I was told that that's what lawyers study. And at one point I was going down that road of becoming a lawyer because that's what my mum wanted for me. Joyce to say, because I talk a lot and because I'm always kind of arguing and debating that law would, be, would have been my, my path. But I never really, really wanted to do that. Um, at one point I really sat down and sat, I really sat with myself and said to myself, I do not want to, to continue on the path of higher education. I wanted to start my own business when I was 16. And in fact, when I was 13, I had my own business. Um, but it was something that I was doing under the radar. I didn't really tell my parents what I was doing. But I was running a um, work-from-home education company from my parents' home. And what I would do is I would create all these, like, physical booklets. As I'm, Now it's e-books, but I would create physical booklets. I would print them out. I would go to the internet cafe and print them out, and I would staple them, and I would place adverts in the local newspaper. At, at that point, you could place adverts free of charge in the local newspaper. Not like the big adverts, but you could put, like place the small little classified ads, and they were free. You didn't have to pay. Um, but if you wanted like the big display ad adverts, you had to pay like big money for those. I even worked in the advertising department of a major newspaper at one point um, when I was 18, and I really enjoyed it actually. I really kind of got to understand how advertising works. Um, I worked in advertising sales and I thought it was brilliant. Um, and it was a newspaper, so I really got to look at how the newspaper operates and how they choose content um, to lure more readers in order to serve their advertising customers, their customers that they that advertise in them in their paper. And so I got to actually understand the business of content from working in a newspaper. And it's funny because I I. I I kind of skip that part of my life when I'm talking about my story. I skip the part where I worked in an advertising department of a new, of a major newspaper, and I really loved it. I really enjoyed it. But anyway, um, I'm forgetting where I'm going with this. Um, yeah, so I had my own business, and what I would do is I would advertise in the local paper. People would call my parents' house phone, and I would say, "Send your." Um, uh, postal order to this address and they would send the postal order I would go to the post office and I would cash out the postal order and it was like £10 or £20 depending on what package you went for and every every week I was making like 100 to, 100 to £200 per week at the age of 13 and my parents thought I was doing a scam to be honest because people would literally call my parents house phone and be like oh I'm I'm calling about the advert 
And my dad always knew it was me. But he didn't really fully understand what I was doing. He didn't really think it was a business. He just thought it was something I was doing on the side and didn't really understand what was going on. And then fast forward to when I went to uni, I was doing the same thing at uni. Um, but at that time, I would say, put the money in my bank account. Um, I started writing for clients at that time as well. And that was when the internet wasn't as popular as it is now. It wasn't everyone, you know, to the amount of people that are on the internet now, it was, it was, it was nowhere near that amount at this at that time. Um, I was using my university internet at that time, and it was actually quite fast for that time um, because universities use dedicated lines, and so you always get like really good internet. Sometimes I wish I could go back in time and go to uni now and see how I would have done things differently. Um, I might not have done a degree, I might have done a HND, and I might have used that time to build an online income. I would have I would have been on YouTube and showing my life as a student in YouTube on YouTube. Um, and I would have probably studied something that geared more towards what I want to do now, what I'm doing now. So I would have probably studied um, something like digital marketing and use that in my business. So when I finished uni, I went immediately to work for a public affairs company as a junior political consultant, and I hated every every last minute of it. I quit after six months and decided I wanted to be a journalist. Um, I've kind, I kind of skip over a lot of things in my story um, when I'm writing about it, but I decided I wanted to be a journalist, so I went on to study international journalism for a year, and then from there, I realised that I didn't want to be a journalist per se. I heard about copywriting, so I did a course in copywriting, like a diploma. And then I went on to um, start creating uh, sales content um, for clients. And I built my content writing business from that. But before that, actually, I built my first website on my own I learned to code and built my own website and it was an online magazine called Intrigue magazine it was a music focused magazine and I ended up interviewing loads of stars traveling around going to lots of concerts and I I wanted to be a music journalist at that time and realized that it wasn't necessarily for me and I ended up um, just focusing on my online media company creating websites but at the same time, I was working towards building a content writing business. So over the years, I've always had a content writing business in some capacity, whether it, whether I was focus, focusing on working with clients or, or creating my own website. But I kind of left the websites on the side. And it was more like a side hustle income as opposed to the full-time income. And now I've pivoted and I'm mainly focusing on creating content for websites and platforms under Freshlight Media and then focusing, uh, sort of leaving the client work on the side. But the reason why I decided I needed to go into my story here is because I realised over the years uh, that I've been working myself really, really hard, but not enjoying it. Um, and when I realized that that was the case, I kind of pivoted and started creating content for brands 
that I liked. So I would select the brands that I liked and I would offer them a, a, a package. And then obviously I've outsourced the work. It's not all me writing it. But I realized that that was just so stressful as well because I was just constantly creating content, but I didn't feel necessarily feel fulfilled. And so now I work three days a week and this is my process. This is my routine, my schedule. I work three days a week and on one day I write, I batch create for the publications that we own. And obviously I have writers that work with me as well. And so I work with them as well to create content. And then on another day I'll do the same thing. And on the third day I will use that for marketing and for batch creation of social media content. If I choose to, I will create, I will take another day to create content if I feel like creating content on that day, or I will use that day for research or use that day for um, sort of scouting for content for the websites, as in sort of networking with people online and things like that. And then on the other days, I just live my life. So I have four days in a week to just live my life. And if I choose to, I can pick a day and do something else, whatever I want to do. And I can use those days to pursue other creative things I'm doing. You know, so my life doesn't feel like work. And the word work can sometimes feel like you have to struggle to make money. And that is actually not the way we we should live our lives. This constant struggle, oh, we need to struggle to make money. And people use this word, you need to suffer in order to make money. No, I don't agree with that. And I'll never subscribe to that. You don't have to struggle and suffer. For me, I believe you have to enjoy your work. If you're going to call it your work and you, you want to call it your work, you should enjoy it. It should be something you really love doing. And yes, you might go through, you know, life is all about phases and stages and different areas of your life will require different amount of effort. You know, when you're a student, you might need to work a part-time job and all of those things to get to where you want to get to. Fine. Um, But your life shouldn't be a struggle. You shouldn't wake up every morning feeling annoyed. If you want to work in a government office and you like it, do it. There's many people that enjoy cleaning and that's the job that they've chosen. There's many people that do that because they have no choice. But you do have a choice in this world, actually. You do have a choice. Even people out here, I speak to some people that hate the job they're doing, they say they have no choice, but you do have a choice. The other day I stood by the roadside and spoke to someone who sells coconut and I said, do you enjoy this work? And the person said, yes. They said they earn very good money from selling coconuts. Um, they're very happy and jovial, and a lot of people come to them to sell to buy their coconuts. And they said that they would never want to do any other job because this is a lot, the job that they like. I'm an advocate of doing the things that you love for money. And in in this life, there are going to be people that enjoy doing a particular job that another person might hate. For example, nursing, it's a very hard job. Some people do it because they think that 
you know they would be able to earn a decent amount of money or because they want to leave the country they're living in and go and live somewhere else and so nursing is an easier option for them but they might not necessarily be passionate about it there's some people that enjoy nursing because they're passionate about caring for people that's their passion teaching same thing people some people do it because they see it as a stable job and that's it they don't love it they wake up in the morning feeling annoyed they don't want to go to work those kind of people shouldn't teach because they're not going to put their put their all into it they're going to do it from a place of resentment and anger and then that they're going to pass that anger and resentment on to the children whereas if you go into teaching because you are passionate about teaching children teenagers and even adults and changing people's perspective on a certain type of topic or something like that because you know when i was in school i remember i had two teachers that changed my life and they were my english teachers they both believed in my skills as a writer even to a point where one of my teachers actually chose me to say it to, to give a speech to his students um and the speech was from the the main basis of the speech was from the prophet the book the prophet by khalil gibran khalil gibran or gibran um I loved that book and he said that he wanted me to create a speech based around that book and I did and his students were were inspired some of them were even crying you see so if you teach teach with passion if you clean clean with passion some people are cleaning because they have no choice fine but at some point you will have a choice in your life and you can say okay I don't want to clean I want to do something else if you're going to clean as a career because you enjoy it do it with passion if you're going to own a hotel because you feel like you you want to have people around different people around you all the time you want to live in a hotel and run a hotel or a bed and breakfast do it because you're passionate about meeting new people or you're passionate about that line of work not just because of oh i just want to do this just because this money and that's it this is my opinion it doesn't have to necessarily be yours um but for me balance is key happiness is key happiness is number one um and i'm not going to do anything that i don't feel happy doing anymore i hope this episode resonated with you and i hope this inspired you to take some steps in your life to really sit down and think about your life and think about ways you can actually live a happier and healthier life without compromising your happiness no compromising your health your emotional physical spiritual and mental health with that on that note i'm off to get ready because i'm going to the studio to interview someone who is a filmmaker and i'm very 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 excited to do that Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Actually, before you do go, um, I am on Medium. You can check out my articles on there. Um, That's where I'm most active in terms of content creation, um, aside from my own blogs and 
um, publications and stuff like that. But if you want to find a get to a place where you can really read my content about making money online, um, entrepreneurship, personal development, wellness, and things like that, you can check me out over there. I'm Abana Talks on um, on Medium as well. Um, so if you type in Abana Talks, you will find it. And also, uh, if you were to type in intrigue, um, medium.com forward slash at intrigue work, you will find me there as well. And intrigue is I-N-T-R-I-G-U-E work as in W-O-R-K. Um, so medium.com forward slash the at sign intrigue work and you'll find all my content now i have over 800 articles on there and you will love the content that you find on there you can also find me on instagram abana talks as well and on youtube abana talks as well a b e n a t a l k s as well so take care bye bye